0: exciting. You know, you are much more um, versed at doing interviews than me. I just, I'm so excited to interview you because of many different aspects. You're a woman that uh, is in the arts in Calgary, Alberta, and you're yes. a, a disc jockey, a radio host that is super famous in our city, and we all know about you, and we just love you. So, I, <laughs> I reached out to you thinking, because the um, Pride Week is all happening, September 5th, I see you uh, promoting it and I love it and we'll get into that a bit more. So I just wanted to have the audience know who is, uh, who is the voice behind Virgin Radio, you know? This, is, this <laughs> is one of them. This is one of them, yeah. You do so much and I'm just thinking um, how we can share with the audience you are how you even got into the radio industry and hosting and speaking and being a speaker for the lgbtqti community which is very important to all of us here so please uh, kylie talk
1: to us about um how you even got your first start in radio
0: and entertainment
1: yeah it's really funny actually because i always wanted to entertain i think even when i was like little kid my mom has videos of me actually um trying to take video of my brother when he would be like when he was like just born or he was like learning how to eat or something like that and i would step in front of the camera and my mom would be like can you move like i'm trying to get your brother's first actions on film and i'd be like no like watch me (laughs) so i guess maybe i've just always kind of had that in a little bit in the back of my mind um Actually, really interesting story because I started going to school for psychology. Like, initially, I yeah, so did that for a few years, and then I met somebody and I fell in love and moved to Toronto for them. Yeah, we're not like not together a yeah, long do. time ago, that, but, that um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, there was like kind of a catalyst moment when I had my breakup living in Toronto that I was like, I should probably go follow my dreams and i should pursue broadcasting and so after i got dumped when i was living in toronto i was like i'm gonna move back to bc i'm gonna figure this out we're gonna do the damn thing we're gonna get into broadcasting we're gonna make it happen and uh, started taking part-time courses at bcit and then while i was doing that i got a job at the peak which was a radio station i was working at at the time and then i got into the radio program full-time And the rest is kind of history. So that's kind of how I got into it. It was really, I guess, something I've always wanted to do but didn't initially pursue. And I'm really glad I ended up doing that because, I don't know, it's just something I love so much. Like, it fills me every day. Well, learning broadcasting is not exactly
0: what most people would say that they're like, oh, I'm going to get into it. It's kind of you learn the business of film and TV more so and, like, the technicality be really smart to run a uh, radio room <laughs> I always I, I have a few friends who um, do that and I'm very fascinated by it because you know with TV shows it's a little bit different the marketing um, I think the audience doesn't realize how much work you have to do yourself by setting up your day organizing all the people so let's get into um, we're kind of jumping forward to what you do now But let's tell the people, like, what is a day in the life, like, that you have to go through being, a oh, you have to wake up
1: early, you have to prepare yourself, you tell the audience. Yeah, no, that's a really good question, actually, because you're right, I think not, I think a lot of the times, when I just, like, talk to people in general, they're kind of like, okay, so, like, people write your stuff for you, or what goes on, like, we write it all. Like, we prepare, we write our shows, we come up with what we're going to talk about, We kind of take a look at, like, what's going on in the world, find out what's topical, what's going on there, how we'd like to make it interesting, because let's get real, there's going to be 62 other hosts who are talking about it that day. What am I going to say and how am I going to say it to make you want to listen? So, ooh, that's a lot. It is a lot. And like like you were saying, just stop jumping off the heels and waking up early and everything. I do the complete opposite. Like, I work the evening show. So I work 7 p.m. till midnight. <laughs> so I stay up a little bit late, a little bit of a night owl, and then uh, I'll wake up in the morning. Usually I'll just kind of end up doing a little bit of, like, something for me, whether it's, like, going to the gym, going for a walk, whatever it is. But, like, as I'm doing that, I'm, like, prepping my show. Like, if I see something that I'm, like, oh, I need to talk about this or it like pops into my head, I'll write it down in my notes all the time, whatever you're doing. So I don't know if like work's ever really like done. Mm-hmm. You're always just kind it's of working. To
0: stay yeah. to be on it with, with, with what's going on in the community. Oh my God, I can't believe we can act on that. I didn't think that was gonna be, but same, we have to be very aware of what's going on in the industry to actually be able to share the proper news to the people so that, you know, we all, you know listen to the radio it's honestly been the first form of a like, communication many so for the general public you know the telephone and the radio and i love the radio hasn't died i'm so thankful because it, honestly sometimes the radio and what's going on the songs the the disc jockey is saying it's what's going on in our life so sometimes, like, we connect as, as people, people watching, they know this as well. When they're listening to you and you're saying things and they connect with it, it can really make an impact on people's mental health, on how they're feeling that day, can listen to, even though you don't know them. Uh, it's just nice, you know, like, with what's going on with COVID and everything. I'm sure the business of radio and how you're doing your shows, you can't quite have people in. Let's talk about that. Like, what are you going through when it first hit in March? Is it, okay, this is COVID time, now it's happening. What did you go through? Like, did you lose anything? Let's
1: tell, let's let's get into it. Yeah, really good question, actually. Um, Just because there was a lot, like, everyone had a lot going on, but I feel like I went through something totally separate to myself that I haven't necessarily gone through in a really long time. I went through a breakup during COVID, no. Yeah. You no single, everybody? Oh my god! Oh. oh my god! So, so I went through a breakup during COVID, and um, and that was really hard on my mental health, because there was that going on. There was a lot of changes with work going on. Um, there was just like so much. There was a pandemic going on in the world. That honestly, like, it didn't. I didn't know. If I really like processed the pandemic because it flew, it flew. Yeah. Yeah, but like so much else was going on that I was like, I don't really know if I can focus on that. So that was really interesting. So I was going through all of those things, still living with my partner because we're in isolation, still living with this person that you've broken up with. That it's like, you know, wasn't, oh my god. And it wasn't something I necessarily wanted at that moment, so it was really, really hard on me. It was just really like, oh crap, like what am I doing, I'm in this house with this person who doesn't want to be with me this way, but we can't really escape each other, and it's just, it was a, a nightmare. That's <laughs> It was a <laughs> It was a lot. It was a lot. And so yeah, I guess going through that, I kind of found, I was doing this interview series, Quarantine and Chill, where... I would have a bunch of different guests on the show every night. So I would have musical guests. I would have therapists. um, I had a DJ every Friday night do the show. So it was like live stream, just so like people could kind of like look forward to something during quarantine. Cause I feel like we're all just like really in it, you know, like we were all just kind of going through this crap, going through the motions, kind of doing what we had to do, not really knowing what to do at the same time. So I guess that's how quarantine affected me. But oh my God. Yeah, but it was really interesting. Pardon me. Hugely. Yeah, it was a really interesting time, um, and I learned a lot about myself, which was really what cool. Did you learn that you know you're fine by yourself? Is this, like, what kind of thing? Yeah, that was the thing. Is like this was the person I thought I was gonna marry. Like I was ready to put a ring on it tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like it was definitely like I thought this was my human so after i left the house because i moved out did you have to move out oh i was gonna ask you that did you have to move Yeah. but like once quarantine chilled out a little bit you know but it was good it was honestly like so refreshing and i sat down when i could kind of collect my thoughts because it took me a minute so as soon as i moved out it was like this whole release happened. like i don't know how i don't know why but it was just yeah but positive emotions and I felt so light, and I felt so fresh, and I felt like I sat and I wrote down my book. I have it right here. I have my pages. I can't. Well, okay. There's some. I don't You're know where. That. Let me see if I can find if I can find the page of all the things I wrote down when I was done because I was just kind of like I need to write myself goals and I need to um, sit down and look at myself and be like, what do you really want? Why do you keep getting into these relationships where you lose yourself? Because I think we can all kind of contest to that. Like, we end up dating a person, and we love them so much that we just want to give our everything to them. And in that moment, I think we lose ourselves a lot. So, yeah, I sat down. I can't find it right now. I don't know why. Sorry, all my pages are messed up for pride and everything. Um, But I sat down, and I wrote a list of, like, what I want what my goals are, what I want from myself. It's not what I want from a partner. I was like, I'm going to date Kylie Roman. I'm going to get to know Kylie Roman. I'm going to learn about her because she's been gone for so long. Like, what does she like? What doesn't she like? Does she have hobbies? She needs to be a little bit like, God. yeah. So, so I sat down and I did that. And I've kind of just been on that journey of like self-love and self-discovery and really like just Dating my friends, too, because I hadn't done that in so long. And dating them in the sense of, yeah. like, I want to take care of you and show you that our relationship is really important. So that's kind of where I've been sitting. And it's been a really interesting but fulfilling and happy place. And along with all of that, lots of positive came from work. Lots of pride stuff just kind of, like, fell into my lap. I don't know. I don't know. When you feel good, all of a sudden, all this, like, good, it all happens to happen in life. It's interesting.
0: I just you know there's a lot of people that are going through that with what you're going through with breakups i think covid makes made us um really look at ourselves and our life because we can you know as the audience is watching you can every day wake up and get right to doing something for somebody else and go to your work but when you're not um doing the things that make you happy and prepare yourself for the next day mentally physically getting ready looking good like me i did not get ready today like this is not my really problem I'm, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like work whatever everyone else and it's kind of like that's a really good thing for people to listen to to know that that's important as well because sometimes we get so lost within trying to make our life work with the people around us and it doesn't work but you never want to make somebody else feel like that they don't belong in your life or you don't want them. Because at the beginning of a relationship, everything is butterflies and kisses and everything's great. But it's just, like, if the person will grow with you. And I think for your next relationship, I would say, you know, because you are in the public eye, I'm sure that has, like, something to do with how you don't mm. have to spend time with people as much. Like, the time frame, right? Going on dates, like, 7 to... To 12, you have to find somebody that's like so into what you're doing and wants to help you almost and be a part of it and support you as well. So I'd love to see that for you to have more support. But uh, I think you're such a strong woman and you you love your friends and what you do as a radio host so much because I can see that. You're very positive. You're always giving advice to others. Um, what is some advice that you could give to somebody that is, you know, young, like 16, 17, 18, that's looking to like change their life
1: and is interested in radio? So I I guess looking into broadcasting or radio, I think the best advice would just be like, if you don't think you can do something that is a lie, like you are so much more capable of what you think I think we all kind of sit, especially in high school, like I was so negative about myself in high school. I didn't even know who I was in high school. I'm sure a lot of us can contest to that. Yeah. But like, I think in high school, you're supposed to be in a box, you know? Like they kind of give you this cookie cutter box and they're like, hey, you need to either be good at A, B, C, or D. You need to fill out these applications. You need to go to college. You need to do this, that, and the other thing. And it's that cookie cutter way of thinking that like I really think hurts creative minds. So if you are a creative and if you're in school and you're like, I actually kind of want to pursue something creative, maybe people in your life are kind of like, it's really hard. Yeah, it's hard, but it's so yes. rewarding and it's so worth it. And if you just put your time and energy and focus into it, like have fun, you know, live your life. Always. yeah. But, But do what you truly want to do because if 16-year-old Kylie – Broadcasting then. I'm not sure where she'd be now. I'm thinking maybe, you know, a little bit further ahead. I kind of got into the game a little bit late, um, I feel. Ten years, ten years after I graduated, almost ten years after I graduated high school. But like you honest you honestly never know what you're capable of. So I would say that like push your limits. You can do it. So where do you draw your
0: inspiration to push your limits? How does that um, happen to you? Like it's I think. I want to ask that because people will hear the encouragements and stuff, but
1: they don't know where to start. Like for real. And that makes so much sense. And I know this is going to sound so hokey when I go there, but for one of those interviews that I had on quarantine and chill, I was talking with a therapist and I asked her, I was like, how do you get motivated? Like, how do you just find motivation? She was like, it doesn't just come. Like, it doesn't just happen. You have to start first. You have to put that into practice first. And I was like, that makes so much sense. <laughs> Who is this lady you're chatting with? Her name's Alina, and she lives in Calgary. I can link her um, her therapy thing down here after or just shoot it over to you. But, like, so great. And it was such a good answer, I felt. Because I was like, oh, my God. Nobody pursues things or pushes themselves through things when they just randomly find the motivation. You put something into practice, you see the results, and then you're like, oh, I want to keep seeing these results. So you keep going, and I think that's your motivation. And it's really hard to find sometimes, because especially when your mental health's not the best, but sometimes, like, for lack of a better phrase, like Nike said it best, just do it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so that's... So, your
0: first just do it job um when you got out of broadcasting um like the steps of how that happened were you like handing in that resume to virgin or, like how did that happen okay I'm so to Toronto, when you got to calgary yeah when i got to calgary yeah so oh, i, I guess that's a different story let's go with when you first got out of school and then
1: well, be coming back here okay there we go I think it froze for a second we're
0: coming back I think it was just
1: charging she was just charging okay cool give her a second yeah. <laughs> um yeah so I was actually still working at the peak when I got my first radio job and I was working on a morning show there as like a third person so I was helping out with digital content every so often they'd let me hop on the radio with them I owe Kevin and Sonia they were like two of my biggest mentors and I got to work with them in the morning on that show and I learned so much from them and uh and while I was working there I actually ended up applying for a job in Kelowna and ended up getting the job in Kelowna doing weekends and swing, so a little bit of everything while I was uh doing the weekend show just after I graduated and uh to Kelowna kind of the rest is history so I've only been doing this for about four years now okay yeah so that's kind of how I got my first job which was really solid and really like
0: good is really big in Toronto the peak's
1: huge <laughs> so it's just like wow Like we all know that in Calgary this station yeah well I know like Vancouver has the peak and then I know that there was a peak out in Calgary once upon a time so Vancouver yeah yeah yeah, oh my God. yeah
0: okay so you know you said you had a breakup in uh, Toronto as well was that similar to like what you went through now or like they just yeah yeah like, yeah. like with you or, or how did that I guess we're getting pretty personal here but that kind of no that's so jolt, yeah that jolt of like your life having to change kind of like COVID with all of us experiencing that we have to have a different lifestyle now um did that affect you,
1: like, in the ways of your career going for what you're going for? Absolutely. If I didn't get dumped in Toronto, I would not have gone to Vancouver, and I wouldn't have taken broadcasting school. So I feel like maybe breakups are a good thing for me. <laughs> like, maybe It that pushes you to change your life. Yeah, like, I feel, you know, every, every experience, every relationship I've had, I'm grateful for because you've learned something from it what you need what you don't need how you can better yourself um but like professionally I don't know there's something about breakups that I feel like after them I've just kind of come out in work maybe because I focus a lot of my attention on work then yeah and so that's kind of been a solid for that
0: so um if we want to get into as
1: well uh
0: the, you support so much of the LGBTQTI community in Calgary and, you know, globally because many people hear about you everywhere. Uh, let's talk about what you're going through right now with that. I see that there's an event on September 5th in Calgary. How can people get involved? And, you know, let's kind of get into people coming out and, you know, owning who they are and not feeling like they can't. Like, You know, that's the biggest thing with people, that they feel like they can not be who they are. And that's really sad in life, you know, we should all be able to be able to be who we are.
1: Totally. I mean, I was closeted until I was about 19, 20. I didn't want to be gay. I had a lot of internalized homophobia. And I think that, yeah, like, I really, really was suppressing it. And I just did not want to be who I was. I thought I was going to shove that down. I thought either I was going to be alone for the rest of my life, or I was going to end up with a guy and just, like, whatever. Like, it was what it was. I grew up in suburbia. We really didn't have a ton of, you know, education about the queer community, which is, it it just is what it is, especially 20 years ago. Well, nobody judges somebody who's straight.
0: That's the thing I don't understand. Why is it that, like, they're going to Put somebody who's straight never make a a big deal about it, but somebody who's like different, it's like it just doesn't make sense how they think if somebody wants to say that kind of stuff.
1: (laughs) But a lot of people do, you know. Even here in Calgary, there's been a there's been a lot of homophobic attacks lately. Not even lately; it's just been getting coverage lately. There has always been this going on, unfortunately, but as of late too especially yeah. off the heels of pride and everything there's been a lot a lot of homophobic attacks going on here and it's just not okay and it's not right and something too...
0: you're standing up for that wow kylie roman standing up for uh for the community i like
1: that we well we all do you know what i mean we we all need to do our part to stand up for the community because if we all don't collectively do it together nothing's going to change well, I just think people less,
0: like, I think nowadays with uh, what sexuality you are, I feel I've always said to my friends who are, uh, who are gay, um, extensively, I we talk about it a lot. And I say to them, I don't know why people want to talk about it like that. I feel like we are people. What, you know, makes us happy uh, physically and internally is not really anyone's. To judge that, so I feel like shame on you guys for um, being against anything because it has nothing to do with you. So, why would you <laughs> worry about what our sexuality is if, if it doesn't influence like like the life in any manner? Like, so I just feel kind of like it's really great that somebody with your power being a radio host that talks about that, like, that's not even that talked about in Calgary still a taboo. It's a conservative city, right? Oil and gas and all this stuff. So when I saw what you're doing and talking about it, uh, that's really why I wanted to reach out to you because I thought, oh, she's interested in talking about this. Nobody like wants to come forward and talk about this with me. Not, not too many people. But, you know, it's nothing to be talked about in a bad way. It's just someone like yourself being successful can truly inspire somebody else Saying, okay, well, she's gay and she's doing well. Who cares what they say? She can do it. So that truly affects people when they're fans of yours, including myself. (laughs)
1: Well, first of all, thank you. I really appreciate that. Second of all, it would just be really irresponsible for me, I feel, to have this opportunity to speak and give voice and amplify voices of marginalized and oppressed communities like if i was sitting here being openly queer on the radio and not amplifying the voices of the lgbtqs plus community i wouldn't be doing my job i wouldn't be doing the community a service that we deserve so i I, like i have to there's no question about it like i just i had to you know
0: equality i felt i'm not gonna say anything. I was feeling like um, with COVID, um, the, uh, the march that usually happens in Calgary and the LGBT community coming together, it kind of got sidelined where people aren't promoting it that much because because of what's going on with everything else in the world. So it's kind of like I'm glad that at least you are talking about pride and you know the change that should be made. So it's like, good on you, you know, because what's going on in the world? There's so many topics being talked about. George Floyd changed the world with what happened. And I'm just, you know, our next cover star is a black LGBTQ um, cover star. So I'm really (laughs) proud of that. Uh, We never talk about that. Usually we focus just on that he's an artist, multicultural. But uh, he's so much more than just that and so are you. So let's get into, um, as well, this event on the 5th, and how
1: people get involved. Yeah, so the really cool thing actually about this event, uh, it's the Calgary Pride Radio launch party and drag show. So there's a bunch of amazing humans who worked on creating Calgary Pride Radio, which was built to amplify the voices of the queer community here in Calgary, and like, I don't know i'm getting a little bit like little little goosebumps talking about it because it's such it's just such an important thing that needed to happen and being able to give the queer community a safe space and be like hi this is ours like we need to own that and we need to just make the queer community feel safe and yeah. heard and the voice amplified you know so it was really cool to. Be able to be a part of, of the making of that station, so we want to celebrate it. And what better way to do that than to have a drag show and to play that, that playlist, Calgary Pride Radio, oh on, on the fifth? Yeah, okay. So,
0: well, let's hear about the lineup. Who is uh, of the drag artists in Calgary? Is fair enough for you? About, do you know her yeah. a little bit?
1: Oh, yeah, yes. I love her. It's not the whole not family actually so it's gonna be ah! fair enough yeah near enough is gonna be there we've yeah. got Tentry dream to very best like it's gonna be flipping amazing we have five incredible drag performers and we have three different set times they're all going to be doing a song a set so you're going to get to see five performers each set set 3:30, 30 4 30 and 5 30 but it's the party starts at trolley five at three o'clock, doors open at 2.30. We wanted to make this really accessible and really affordable for the community. So it's $5 for your ticket. However, your first that drink is your, fr- right, but your first drink is free with that ticket purchase. And then a dollar mm-hmm. of that ticket purchase actually goes back towards Calgary Pride. So your ticket is initially free. You're also getting a free drink. You're supporting Calgary Pride. You're coming to a badass party. So in that Trolley 5 on Saturday during happy hour, which is dope too, because from 3 to 6, you get $4 drinks. They have their inclusion ale that you can get for $5 a sleep, where partial proceeds go towards pride. So it's just really trying to support pride, trying to support pride radio, which is like the first of its kind and amplifying the voice of the community. So it's, a, it's really cool. I'm really excited. And you're going to be there. I will be hosting it. Yes,
0: I will be. Yeah, so you're going to be sitting there, uh, like doing the radio show live from
1: Trolley. Not the radio show live from Trolley, but I'll be MCing it. Okay. I'll be talking at some okay. points. But yeah, it should be a good time
0: that's amazing hun my phone charging just wants to have a have a great time with me today so i'm going in all the rooms trying to awesome. charge my phone more so it doesn't die but you know if i can make it i have to come like yes, for sure please. Jordan Gooden is the cover start right now of i'm here with so like we have to be there and i'm pretty sure i'm back on the third or fourth from bc so yeah i will see you there if I can't make it, I will make sure to share it lots on our social media if I'm here with them.
1: Thank you. We really appreciate that.
0: We really appreciate you. Like, the, the shows that I've listened to you just randomly, um, when I met, like, saw it, when I looked you up, I was just like, wait, this is the same. Oh my God. Like, I'm just, like, super in love with you. I think you were very cute <laughs> and a very good person inside. And I can see that you have positivity, love. You're just an all-around, very decent uh, human being. So it's kind of like there's so many layers to you. You're just so beautiful. You love music, which is such a cool thing. We're going to get into what your favorite music is next. But, yeah. Uh, I'd say, like, Kylie, just keep trying to be you and always, like, expressing how important, you know, walking your life can inspire others. It just you be you, and you will be inspiring people. I I really appreciate that. Well, I think that goes for almost all of us, right? If one person is doing something, it shows others, hey, I can do that. Hey, I want to do that. Like so many times when I look at social media, that's where I get my inspiration is watching everybody else thinking, well, if they can do it, maybe I can do what I want to do. So yeah. So let's get into uh, your music love and the genres and what you're listening to right now
1: and what you've been playing on the radio. Uh, Well, I guess, okay, I'm one of those people who's, like, love different types of music for different types of moods. So if I'm getting ready for work and I need something to pump pump me up, like, am I listening to Dua Lipa, the song "Cool"? The artists and get to hear new music from them, like that's really cool. All the time. Yeah,
0: um, are you at all a musician yourself? No, <laughs> I, mean, I think you're a little bit of a dancer, though. <laughs> if anyone looks at your Instagram, they you you have so much fun, like dancing and like enjoying yourself <laughs> on the, when you're doing your um, your hosting. You have to <laughs> have a good time. I wish we could all have a good time like that at our jobs. Could you imagine, if, like doctors and you know receptionists and you know hairstylists and makeup artists? We all had this kind of fun in life. We would probably be more like jolly and feeling like our life is worth something more. So, you know, I feel like people should really watch and listen to this interview and realize, like you had said earlier, it's important to do what you love in life because if you don't, you end up like living your whole life, not doing what you wanted. with it. It's our life, you guys. It doesn't matter uh, what anyone else really thinks about it, you know, as long as we're not doing anything too bad.
1: <laughs> totally. My, my dad told me something really good once, and he said if you, if your job is your hobby, you'll never work a day in your life.
0: Smart man. Smart I'll
1: man. give him that one. I'll give him that one. Like, <laughs> yeah. Cause we all learn differently, you know? Um, so who
0: is personal?
1: the LGBT2QS
0: that what are you going through with that that people don't really know about
1: what are like personally well like with being what you do with your job
0: um what are some of the struggles like like we said earlier you do have to write your own, own content like it's it's not just the easiest fun job you know that we see i think online always
1: yeah there, there's definitely like struggles in the sense of like you always have to be on I was just having this conversation with a friend over the weekend and she was like, Hey, weird question for you. Do you always, do you like, do you feel like you can ever turn off? I was like, no. And you're in my brain right now because honestly, I feel like I always have to be on. So a lot of the times, especially like, let me tell you, when I was going through all of that stuff in quarantine, the breakup, my mental health was like so, so unwell having to tell my boss because I was like, this is affecting things, and it's and it's to the point where I need to say something. I need to have an open and honest conversation, which to be very honest with you is very scary for me, because I'm, I'm like, I have to be this person who's, you know, um, who's bubbly and energetic, and it's not that I can't ever say I'm having a bad day, but it's just at the end of the day, like, there's a job you have to do, and you have to push through, so to have that conversation, and have to be like, I'm going through a lot of shit right now, and to be candid about it, they took it so well, and they were so good about it, which was amazing, but that was really hard for me, especially in the sense of always being used to having to be on, so now I think i
0: knows you as uh, Kylie Roman, like the cheery, the most like fun person on the radio so it's like, but I think your audience, on like if you told them what you're going through, they would connect with you even more so it's just like, I'll be listening and I hope that, you know, you know, you don't feel scared to share like what's going on in your life because you know, you're not doing anything bad, you know anything that you want to say that's bad is probably like nothing to like, you know somebody else that way so you know don't be afraid to, to share that stuff the audience wants to know what you're going through because you're you know famous in Calgary it's kind of like oh, they almost like can't not
1: know like you said because they can tell yeah well and that's like that's I think especially why to um I'll try to be so vulnerable especially over social media not try to be vulnerable just, just to be honest about what's going on in my life because I'm like Maybe if I read this three to six, to maybe even five years ago, some of the stuff I talk about, maybe it would've helped me get through a lot of shit, for lack of a better word. And I think that's why, especially more now than ever, I'll be like more okay and more vulnerable with what I'm going through, because there's a high chance that somebody else is going through it too. Yeah. So so it's kind of been a nice reality, a little bit of a growth check in that way too, which has been really nice.
0: So, what um, things did you discover during quarantine and thinking about, like, what makes you happy? Like, what are some of the things that maybe you didn't know that you wanted to achieve in the future? I think being a speaker for your community is something that you're really interested in
1: now, eh? Well, I've always been really interested in it, um, and I've always been very, try to be very vocal about it, but I think now more than ever, like I said, like, it's, really interesting how when you put work into yourself and when you feel good, the goodness just follows. Like, I was afforded so many opportunities with Pride this year and I I don't, it, it all really, it truly just fell into my lap and I feel so lucky and so blessed to be able to do that. Like, just before I hopped on with you, actually, I got to go and do an inclusion and diversity panel for Pride uh, over, over, over um, Facebook, so that was really cool. Uh, I got to MC pride this year which was like huge freaking honor hello yeah sorry the app was it just cut out um, so that was amazing and I think putting all of that work into myself and figuring out what I do like and the opportunities that I do have within the community that's maybe how things kind of just started snowballing that way so did I learn to be more patient with myself, did I learn to take care of myself in a health sense as well, yes, because also like healthy body, healthy mind, like it all just works together, so now when I wake up in the morning, I meditate for 10 minutes, which is, I've never thought I'd be that person, so I learned that, I love going for runs at night, it clears my head, so... I'll do that. I just love also like just working out in general. Like it just makes me feel good. And when I feel good, I notice I perform better in the sense of just a being a better human being and be at work because I'm a lot happier. Um, I enjoy cooking for my friends. Like I love doing that. Like I wasn't doing that before. Like i love to have like, you know, just, just give, just give myself back if I can to those relationships that have put into me. Because those are the really important people you need to keep in your life. I've, what else have I learned? This is a really good question. I really like this because it makes me sit and think. Like, yeah, you—you like, you actually did learn a you lot. You did learn this, that, so. yeah. I <laughs> because I think
0: I think people want to know what is it you learn through that because something good had to come out of something bad, like right? Hopefully.
1: Oh my God. That's. The, I think that's the thing too. Is here. That's also what I learned. You have to shift your thinking. You have to shift it in the way that like you have to turn that negative into a positive and not right away because take your time to grieve. Whatever you're sad about, whatever you're feeling crappy about, like take your time to feel it. Because I like, don't think if you truly feel it, you don't get over that hump. And if you just have another distraction, which is what I used to do with breakups, I'd be like, okay, on to the next one, whatever, like we'll date someone for a little bit or we'll like get into a relationship or we'll just like go on a date. This is the first time. That I'm single that I have not I haven't dated anyone I haven't gone out with anyone I'm not on any dating apps I don't want I don't want to because I'm so happy with myself so I think if we take the time to be good with ourselves that's when we can like really recognize all of the good things that we do have in our life and the things that we can amplify inside us and recognize about ourselves that maybe we forgot
0: Starting within, I know that's the worst and the hardest thing for most people is to be honest with like who they are. Um, because what that makes you do is go back and realize the things that you did wrong. And yes. sometimes yes. like I'll say to people, it's me, it's totally me. Like, you know, you know like what you did in life. And we all do, right, the good and the bad that we've all done, uh, who we've hurt, who we've not hurt, who we've loved, who put everything to um it's just funny how the reciprocation of love uh is different than what we always think sometimes the people that love you the most and give you the most you're like why do you love me i don't even like oh mine. my god but then we're trying to love somebody that doesn't love us and then that's where you get into trouble so i i really think with any kind of relationship if you have that reciprocative like, each time, pretty much, like, and they're in it with you, and they're talking and listening, and want to know what you're doing, and be there with you in the moment, you can feel it. So it's just, like, look inside yourself, of, you know, how you treat people, and look to how others are treating you. They don't make you feel good, they, we're all people. You can't actually just shoot people, but you can have people not be in your reality, you know, and not let them affect you, but not, you know, hurt you in any way that, you know, you don't deserve to be. So hopefully people listen to this interview and realize that if somebody at your fame can can make it and keep going and go through a breakup during COVID, keep working and make a huge difference within their community for Pride, um, then maybe they can do something too.
1: I think that's the thing is like, anyone is really capable of anything one person can truly make such a difference, and you just need to really, again, it's gonna sound hokey when I say this, but you need to look inside yourself and like really realize what you're capable of and just know that you are capable of so much more than you're probably thinking, to be honest.
0: Um, What are some of the values, like maybe top three to five values in your life that you value the most? I think this is something for your relationships even friendship and work too that we don't talk about enough about knowing what our beliefs are knowing what the person uh, is striving to achieve and what matters to them you know I think that's a conversation people should have when they first meet somebody because when those don't align a lot of the time that's where the problems happen and you know problems you know getting not getting along or whatever is what I mean, really. but what are some of your actual
1: things that matter to you in life take one is loyalty like if you're not loyal like a a friend a partner a, a family member because let's get real all relationships have all of these types of problems um but if you're not a loyal person in any type of relationship it's just not gonna work i think being genuine is a huge quality there's so many people who just like can I say, can I, can I say shit? Am I allowed to say that? Yeah. <laughs> There's so bad to say on the, the podcaster. <laughs> so Hi. many people just bullshit nowadays and they filter themselves so much into what they tell people what they think they want to hear or, or tell people things to get them ahead of the game, which is fair. You yeah, know I, what? In the sense of like, everyone looks out for themselves. I can understand that, but like making a genuine connection nowadays In a friendship or or a relationship. Yes, it's so hard. And I don't know why. I think everyone's just like a little bit fake with themselves, too. That's going back to those hard conversations. You need to ask yourself some hard questions if you want to grow. And I think that's another, that's the other quality is growth. I'm not interested in being friends with anyone or having a relationship where the person is not willing to grow in some type of way, whether that is, not whether, both personally and professionally like we need to also sit there and be able to lift each other up I want to look at my friend who's got like these big dreams and be like you can do it and like you can grow with that and like same with you know somebody who is looking inside themselves to be like I don't know if I liked what I said five years ago about this comment but like I've grown and I'm doing the work and I'm educating myself like I really appreciate that and value that in friendship so, loyalty, growth, and then also I like gen- being genuine, definitely in my top three.
0: Yeah, I see that in you a lot. You know, I feel like that that uh, that issue. I think social media has a lot to do with it because there are so many times um, I, have you know, uh, the I'm here with page, and then sometimes when people see who's running it. I'll lose them, I'll lose them, can you imagine? Because they'll, they'll see like, oh, this girl's just like a young girl, like who is she, I don't know if I want to support her, and whatever she's doing. But a lot of people will see the magazine and go, oh my god, I wanna be in it. But then when they meet me, you know, not always, believe me, not always, but sometimes, because they wanna judge. You know, they don't think, you're not a 50 year old woman, you're not Avenue Magazine with 20 other people behind you paying a big thing, why do why I wanna be in yours? And so that's hard as well, is that when you are something on social media and you do have a name, sometimes you wonder, like, are they interested in connecting with you and being friends and and supporting you till the end, like, till death, till we part? Like, is how I am with a lot of people. It's almost too much because I'm adopted. Kind of maybe a weirdo like that. But um, I find that the people that you do have that genuinity about and you care about them, you create and have such a great life with them and are there for them in many spots, like weddings and even funerals and all of that stuff. So, like, I'm here with the people that are in it and a part of it are very longevity uh, relationship-building people, especially George Gooden and I. And uh, I really hope that people stop judging how many likes or mm-hmm. how many, you know, followers somebody has if they want to connect them. But it's hard on social media, right? They're kind of targeting, pivoting you and seeing, like, you, oh, there's somebody and lots of followers if they're, like, a model or something. Within film as well, as you see, like, when you get people, you know, how it works for the radio, right, is that there's, like, a, a big station company and they give you all the, the content that people paid for and all that stuff half the time. I'm sure you plug people that you want to all the time as well. But, um being able to help people and be able to do your job and be able to you know look professional it's it's a whole thing hey eh? it's a whole it's like but who is behind that is what you want people to know a little bit yes. because then they'll be with you for longer i feel so you do a great job with that on your radio show sharing who you are and uh but you're always professional i see that with you yeah. not like crying in, in pictures and being silly and stuff you're like you're like fun and silly but you have come off very professional and a lot of people want to work with you, I know that. So I'm just like really proud to be able to share who you are and um, be able to talk about some serious topics today.
1: Thank you, I really appreciate that. And I really appreciate the opportunity. Like this (laughs) has been really, really awesome. Thank you. Uh, Thank
0: you for the opportunity. You're the the big star here. So I'm so excited that we got to chat with Kylie Roman. So I hope everybody follows you on Instagram and your radio show, 7 to 12, Virgin Radio Calgary. And um, hopefully they consider having you as a host and a speaker at many more events. So if there's anything that I can
1: ever do or connect you uh, with, because I know a few people here and there, I will definitely put your name forward. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. I'm always open to it. I love hosting, love emceeing, love even connecting. Like if anyone heard something from this and they, they resonate a little bit, or they have a question. Like, please feel free to reach out. Like, I would love to chat further. So,
0: thank Okay, you. that's awesome. Well, thank you, Kylie Roman, the real Kylie Roman, on Instagram, <laughs> and uh, we'll be sharing this on our podcast so everyone can listen to it. And I hope we can get you in studio to do uh, a video recording interview with Jordan Gooden, who's the visual artist of I'm Here with This Issue. That so, would be amazing. Uh, we'll be chatting soon, and everyone, tune into the real. Kylie Roman. (laughs) Thank you so much. I'll talk to you later, girl. Thank you, honey. Bye-bye. Bye.